0: My body's not tuned to sex. I don't, I'm not sexually cute. I don't get turned (laughs) on. Do you hear that, ladies? (laughs) My body is tuned
1: to sex. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies, run, I'm weird. Hello, gentle listeners. Welcome to the Diogenes Club podcast of Buffy, Slayer of the Vampires. (laughs) There are spoilers ahead and swears ahead, so if those aren't your thing, please turn off the podcast. This time we will be discussing Buffy Season 1, Episode 10, Nightmares, where we get a shitload of unexpected foreshadowing via Waking Nightmares.
0: <laughs> it, it, once she pointed this out to me it really really it's astonished crazy. me actually
1: i'm gonna lay it all out right before we even get to the yes. recap but uh, so as always i am jen with uh, me as my sister snard or michelle whatever <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we want to apologize for our voices and any coughing yes, you might hear if you
0: notice that we don't <laughs> sound quite up to snuff um, as we said in our last episode, we went to the Rocky Horror Picture Show.
1: And of course, we got sick <laughs> we because did. we aren't around a lot of people a <laughs> lot of the time, or at well, least I'm I not. I am. Yeah. yeah. But you're around healthy people who I buy know. health yeah, food or whatever. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so we were trapped in a small space with a bunch of, uh, well, virgins, and so yes. we all got sick. <laughs> yeah,
0: like three quarters of the audience had never been there before. Not that kind of virgin, Rocky Horror Virgin. Well, we're not making
1: assumptions. Maybe no. they are. No, that's true. I they mean, could and be that's fine. Both be, kinds of virgins. You do
0: you, or do other people, Or don't. You, don't, you do. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we both caught that hacking, mucusy, terrible coughing yes. thing, uh, like exactly at the same time. So <laughs> we've missed a week of recording, but thanks to our ingenuity, you will not notice.
1: Yes, it'll be seamless for you. It will be seamless. <laughs> Except that you're listening right ahead. now, like, God, they sound horrible. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> it, it'll probably be kind of a choppy episode because we totally. will laugh and then we will cough and then we'll have to cut out the coughing. Yeah. And so or
0: we'll just leave it in if it's not intrusive. <laughs> right. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I might. I might break out into my uh, Doctor Claw impersonation for you, children of the eighties and nineties, who know what that is. Um, the we'll nemesis of Inspector Gadget. Yeah. <laughs> Next time, gadget. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll just we'll roll with the punches and see how far we can get through this. Um, but yeah, we're just happy to be back.
1: Yes, and we're we're fixing our our, our coughing throats with scotch. Oh, of course, <laughs> Because scotch works on everything.
0: It does. It cures everything. <laughs> it does.
1: Um, so, should we talk about? The nightmares that happen. Oh, please! Do. Yes, we've decided to put this at the front of the episode so uh, you, gentle listeners, can keep these in mind as you're watching through. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, our uh, our thesis here is that uh, if you don't conquer your nightmare in this particular episode and your character in Buffy the Slayer, of the Vampires, uh, you have to live it. <laughs> it will absolutely come true for you, and there's not much you can do about it if you didn't conquer it at the time. So, here are the here are the nightmares, uh, Cordelia. Uh, she isn't cool anymore. <laughs> yeah, that... sorry, Gordy, but that's, that's coming.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> in many ways. Oh, yes.
1: Uh, Xander is the only one who actually conquers his fear directly, so there are no killer clowns in his future, unless I've blocked something out. True, or Nazis. Yes, or Nazis. Yes,
0: although the master's kind of Nazi-ish.
1: Yeah, he was already there.
0: Yeah, it's true.
1: <laughs> However, I will say, he does eat the Hershey bars, and the rapper on the Hershey bar, um, has some letters strategically blocked out. Probably for, you know, not having to pay royalty to Hershey. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it leaves uh, EPS, E-Y-S, which is an anagram for C-SPY. Um, now, <laughs> we can say, oh yeah, whatever. Or, uh, if we want to, gentle listeners, we can take that a little bit farther. Um, I-, I immediately thought of I-SPY with my little eye. Oh.
0: So... We need. I need to make a a page specifically for all the foreshadowing (laughs) of Xander's eyeball. eyeball. (laughs) Because I have a feeling like we're just barely into like episode ten, and that eyeball doesn't come out until the last season.
1: That and and Willow's witchy powers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We should totally make a list of those. (laughs) Uh, So Buffy, Buffy's the big one. Buffy is number one. Afraid of being a bad student, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Afraid her dad will desert her. Check. Afraid the master will rise check <laughs> afraid of being helpless against the master check um afraid of being buried alive and having to dig herself out yep <laughs> oh. uh, she also comes back as a vampire you know kind of like she came back wrong or something also buffy uses her fear against the monster of the week uh, almost like she's used to using demon powers somehow isn't that weird yeah,
0: isn't that interesting? You know. yeah she really adapts to being a vampire oh, yeah. like it takes her five seconds. She digs it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, like she's she, over the whole, holy crap, of a vampire. She's like, oh, wow, this is cool. I'm a vampire slaying vampire. Yeah, yeah totally. hell yeah. I mean, she even
0: makes a quip about being hungry.
1: <laughs> yeah. She does. The, she, yeah, she does. <laughs> <laughs> and then she points out the scary versus scarier later, which is awesome. That's true. Um, so Giles, and this, is, this, this one kind of shocked me a little bit. So he's afraid that Buffy will die. And, you know, she yeah. does. Uh, but his, his line is, I failed in my duty to protect you. I should have been more cautious, taken more time to train you. But you were so gifted, and the evil was so great. <gasps>
0: Oh my god. He calls
1: out her gift. Oh my god. In the line.
0: (sighs) Oh, my brain just exploded. (laughs) I'm gonna sit over here in silence for a minute while I pick up brain off the wall. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy.
1: Yeah, so it's right there in the line. The title of the episode, where she (laughs) dies, and the fact that death is her gift. You were so gifted. Yep. Wow. Crazy.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you are so good <laughs>
1: Thank
0: you <laughs> I was like, what? Kudos to you <laughs> You get a Hershey bar Yeah, I get oh, no, a wait, you I get sea C-Spy bar You get a chocolate hurricane <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what you oh, get Oh, chocolate hurricane Hell yeah. yeah I've heard those are the best <laughs> Oh yeah Yeah
1: uh, So Willow um, And I'll get into this in greater detail When we actually get to the scene But there are suggestions in this episode Of her being a witch And she also has troubles with stage fright Which will brought up, be brought up again in Restless So you mean she's a witchy A witchy She's a witchy <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Yeah. It's never going to go away. It's so witchy.
0: We should make ringtones. <laughs> we should.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, didn't Do we get in copyright ringtones. trouble if we cut out little pieces people could, our gentle listeners I could use for ringtones? I don't think so. Well, if we reenact, we definitely wouldn't. That's true. So witchy. <laughs> <laughs> <be> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, i think you can use little bits and pieces if they're not for profit which of course yeah. they would not be yeah that's true um and if they're short enough so we can
0: just figure out how to do that yeah we totally should <laughs> That'd be <also> so, bitchy.
1: <laughs> so the episode <laughs> we open with buffy approaching an underground lair and she has a stake.
0: oh my god and the visual on this is so perfect yeah, i want good. a poster of this image because the way she's lit she is so comic book Mm-hmm. with the way her silhouette goes against that curved wall and she has her hand back and she's holding the stake and ah it's so good it is really
1: really cool it's just cool. like with it the, came out of a with marble the, like color. the candle at the right and it's yes. all the lights coming in oh it's so gorgeous yeah yeah um
0: and when we paused it, it had the caption from you know yeah that was awesome on netflix is that buffy the vampire <laughs> yeah. slayer netflix did a great job of it making just the poster to take a
1: screenshot <laughs> Yes, so screenshot your Netflix if you pause in that moment. <laughs>
0: yeah, or take a picture with the camera, because I don't think you can screenshot Netflix. I think
1: if you're on your phone, you can. No, no, I tried. Really? Yeah, I toast tried. <gasps>
0: what? I know. I'm going to
1: try it on my Android. So yeah, because
0: I'm putting up a, an image. I don't know if you've been to the website. <laughs> I'm, I'm our webmaster. Um, <laughs> no, no I'm I did I'm putting I... up an image from each episode or one that kind of shows each episode. Like, yeah, so the one I just barely posted before we're recording this is uh, which. Um, so bitchy bitchy <laughs> yeah and i put a picture of oz looking at the trophy on there
1: because, nice call yeah. forward very yeah.
0: nice thank you very much so yeah i was hoping to get something like that from just like screenshotting netflix but good job netflix i don't know how you coded that shit no kidding but like
1: good job i'm gonna I'm try that on my phone oh yeah i got the android yeah
0: if you figure that out please let me know <laughs> or, or don't please let me know in a very private way <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, because yeah. that. I've, I, oh, I just tried it. It doesn't doesn't work. Yeah,
0: no, it doesn't work at all on Androids. So they oh, should no. definitely not close that no, hole. No, it and will the, be the screen
1: we're <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, yes, moving on. Uh, Buffy is wearing possibly vinyl pants. They're very, very, very shiny pants. Very shiny. Very shiny, and a
0: very sparkly black top.
1: Yes. Normally, we would call these the black leather pants of evil, but I think they're vinyl pants. So, <laughs> yeah,
0: well, but I think it's it's just symbolizing that maybe she's doing wrong to herself, or there's something up yeah there's definitely something
1: up maybe it's just telling us she's in a dream it could be i mean maybe dreams are kind of backwards logic and Buffy. but we also
0: saw her wearing like the black leather pants of death or evil sorry black leather pants of evil um back when she was attacking angel right
1: but killing the master would be like meh. yeah but killing angel would be inherently the master's
0: all about timing true as we see like you can't attack the master on his own turf you lose so she's actually foreshadowing her. She's foreshadowing her own death by going into Ew. his lair. They are the black vinyl pants of death
1: of Buffy's death
0: of Buffy's death the, because they're she shiny does.
1: because they reflect her death back on her. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's sometimes, sometimes, it real good sometimes right there. we go too far, <laughs> good listeners. Just ignore push us when it we real do that. Good. <laughs> 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 Who knows? We'll get some note from somebody who's in. like, uh, who was in costume like that's exactly what we meant oh my god we'll feel like geniuses
0: that would just be a dream come true if (laughs) i could actually talk to a costume designer
1: that worked on buffy yeah yeah i might pee i
0: know (laughs) we'd need adult
1: diapers (laughs) (laughs) we would if we talked from if we talked with anybody from the show we would need to be wearing adult diapers yeah
0: so if anyone out there wants to make that happen uh We will not give you details about what. No, you will not too. know that we're peeing. No, 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 no. no. We'll be we'll very be... calm and collected, and and keep our fangirling internal. And
1: just happen to be peeing as well. Yeah, you yeah. can just assume we're peeing.
0: Dark pants, dark vinyl pants. <laughs>
1: Maybe she peed.
0: <laughs> there we go. The, the,
1: the black vinyl pants of pee. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, we sound like an emphysema rest
1: home. <laughs> we do. I will be in one someday. <laughs> if they have maybe I bet they have a uh, like segregated uh, emphysema rest home so they don't the coughing doesn't disturb the rest of the residents. Oh, that would be interesting. And I will be in one someday. All right. I have no doubt. Cool. Yeah. I guess they're the C O P D rest oh. homes now. I oh, suppose. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so uh we see the master lurking and creeping. He appears behind Buffy and she turns to stake him, but he she's no match for the vamp thrall. She will always be susceptible to the vamp thrall, by the way. (laughs) Uh, And she drops the stake. (laughs) He backs her against some creepy tomb surface and starts choking her. She screams and wakes to Joyce. Not, Not really... As worried about her yeah. daughter screaming, no, in her sleep, as we would hope. Hopefully, waking <laughs> her up. Like I've
0: woken people up who are having nightmares, and you don't want to hover over right. them in a black shirt and shake them. Right. That's kind of not the way to do it.
1: Well, and Joyce doesn't know yet that Buffy's a Slayer, yeah. but that's a really bad idea if yeah, your daughter's a vampire if Slayer. If someone
0: did that to me. They would get pu- actually. <laughs> so <laughs> if uh, when someone did that to me, they got punched. <laughs> it was not
1: me. No,
0: no, no. It was uh, I didn't explain to all of my. Community companions on a trip that i was on to japan um that i punch and kick in my sleep and so one of them decided to uh wake me up very enthusiastically after a night of drinking um in the morning to go on a hike and i uh well we iced their instead of going on a hike
1: anyway yeah so gentle listeners never a good idea to um hover over someone when they're waking from a nightmare yeah uh right. an especially bad idea when they are vampire slayer <laughs> and are like five thousand <laughs> yeah. times stronger than you are yeah, definitely. <laughs> so uh buffy's excited for school and joyce thinks that that is weird oh, yeah. but i and mean she,
0: she sits down and picks up a stuffed animal she does
1: be a be a kid be a kid please yeah. Buffy. Yeah, yeah so she's trying to hold buffy into the kid thing a little bit she and is yeah so i mean it is it is weird that buffy wants to go to school obviously because <laughs> but Joyce, that's not the weirdest part about the situation. The weird part yeah. is that your daughter was screaming no in her sleep. And yeah, and she's excited to go to school because her nightmares were so bad. Yes. And um, so Joyce, um uh, good good job being consistent. Yeah. Good for you. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh Joyce uh reports that she talked to Buffy's dad and he's scheduled for visitation this weekend. And Buffy's nervous about this and about his willingness to have quality time in general. And since the show is so good at saying a lot by not saying anything, we can draw some conclusions about the state of Buffy's relationship with her dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Which we can
0: continue to draw.
1: Oh, yes. (laughs) Yes. But they set it up beautifully that things are not so much happy with Buffy's relationship with her her dad.
0: Yeah. And Joyce is in Joyce denial.
1: Yeah. Everything's fine. Yay. Yay. It's okay. Oh, you're good. I like yeah. stuffed animals. You're, you're screaming no in your sleep, yeah. and you're excited <laughs> to go to school, and you're really, really worried about your dad blowing you off or whatever, but look at stuffed animal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's fine. <laughs> so at school, Willow asks Buffy if she sees her dad a lot, and she doesn't since she's in uh, Sunnydale, and, well, nobody wants to visit the mouth of hell. <laughs> 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 but yeah, so her dad's in L.A. She's in Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah, it's one of those divorce things. A lot of people
1: have them. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the divorce wasn't... Uh, Oh. Just a moment. <laughs> My every note went crazy. <laughs> it was like... I'll just take ah. this moment to uh... <coughs> clear the coughs. Yeah. Clear the coughs. Okay,
0: Chug some water. Indeed. A little
1: sc- little, little
0: uh. Ugh. <laughs> I sound a lot huskier than I thought I did. <laughs> I thought I was sounding pretty good. How does was mine? You actually sound pretty good. Good. Yeah, I sound more on your level. By
1: the time I get to the end, I think I'll be a little raspy. That's okay. It'll happen. Uh, The divorce wasn't finalized. Okay. (laughs) 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 Arg. The divorce wasn't finalized until the previous year, but they were separated for what sounds like a while before. This would, since Buffy uh, had, as of the second episode, only been the Slayer for over a year, and she hasn't been in Sunnydale for too long and suggested that slang wasn't why her folks got divorced, but Buffy is very true to her character and blaming herself for stuff that isn't her fault. Oh, totally. Especially this thing. She'll always blame herself for this part. Uh, Willow says that her parents don't even bicker, but they do glare at each other occasionally, so that's a nice little and rare little peek into Willow's home life.
0: Oh, yeah. Of course, the amount she actually sees her parents.
1: Right. <laughs> like... Maybe they might be screaming at yeah. each other all the time.
0: They could. They just always seem to be off doing something. They might something. be
1: having cage matches. She would have yeah. no idea. <laughs> son of a bitch um buffy's pretty sure that her slaying had a a part in her parents divorce and willow representing buffy's spirit of course reassures her that slaying had nothing to do with it and it's obvious that buffy does not agree (laughs) at all yeah in class uh wendell is in cordelia's light and that goes over about as well as you expect (laughs) xander comes to his defense and takes the opportunity to slam cordy by saying she thinks she thinks that she's the center of the universe. Possibly not the best insult, because Cordelia clearly agrees with him. (laughs) I love her. Uh, The Scoobies uh, catch up on their observations about Cordelia, including some foreshadowing about her hair. And Willow and Buffy fill Xander in on what he missed in class the previous day, even though he was there. Oh, and uh, before we get too far, we finally have the Scoobies assembled. And the Mm. first
0: time we see Buffy, when she's at school, she's wearing purple and pink. Well, as we know, most usually the Scoobies have a one person in white, and then two complementary colors going on. Usually, like earth tones, uh, like green and orange is really common. Um, so we get the feeling something's not quite right. Willow definitely doesn't match. And then once we get Xander in the picture, the Scoobies are a hot mess. Holy moly. Like, they're not going together. They're not as bad as they will be in a few minutes. Right. Um. But they are obvious. Something's up already. Right. Something's up with Buffy. It's up with the Scoobies. It's up with everybody. Yeah. Something's there's, a little amiss. Yeah. There's they're a shadow. Funky. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, buffy seems to have done the homework and everything, so go buffy yeah. uh The only thing Xander remembers from the previous day is the tight midnight blue angora <laughs> teacher uh, sweater the teacher was wearing uh teenage boy brain <laughs> <laughs> Xander uses that information very well uh convincing the teacher that he knows what's going on with the active listening ears
0: and this active listening thing um we discussed it and we think it's a little bit of foreshadowing for the next episode
1: yeah we don't really see how it fits into this one so much yeah. but boy it sure does come in handy the next episode if that's it really what it's does. for
0: so this is two pieces of foreshadowing we have for yep. our next episode <laughs> which is out of sight out of mind.
1: Out of mind, out of sight. Out of mind, out of sight. Oh, oh, oh
0: tricky you tricky you. weed.
1: You're <laughs> not thinky, you're not see. Yeah. You're the poof. <laughs> Le pouf. Le yes. pouf. Oh, I see. It's yes. a, huh, I get it. Yeah. I so caught up. Um, yes.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so, um, which means that when we get to that episode, it's actually going to carry a lot more narrative weight oh yeah then i expected
1: there's a lot of stuff going on in that episode yeah
0: i'm really looking forward to getting to that because i always thought that was kind of one of those throwaway episodes and yeah, i know <laughs> there's no such thing no. i'm learning this so rapidly and i suspected and i wanted to act as if that was the truth but i'm really coming around to knowing <laughs> that there's no such thing as a throwaway look at the all episode. the stuff we
1: found in i robot you jane oh my god <laughs> i mean who would have I thought
0: know. well in the pack
1: yeah no kidding yeah.
0: so <laughs> we're just so
1: smart <laughs> uh, so what happens when you obsess about a tv show for
0: absolutely for well time. and you know what i did while i was sick
1: watch buffy no, of course of
0: course of i've got course an ipad can. i have a bed i don't want to breathe on anybody i'm just gonna watch buffy
1: I watch buffy slayers don't get sick except that one time
0: yeah i thought of that i watched that episode and i'm like i'm so there with you right now <laughs> I know. it's just i would not be able to slay any fucking thing right now i'm so dead just
1: tap it with a steak tap <laughs> tap uh, tap uh, just be like vampire please go away I don't feel good. Or just, or vampire, hey. kill me, please, because I feel terrible. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs>
0: That's what I was. Because <laughs> I want to just come solve this. Well, that that worked for Lestat and Louis. Because Louis was like all dying of a fever and shit. You know? True. Lestat was all, hey, I'm going to give you a choice that I never had, baby. Very true. Yeah. That was uh, Zaphod Babelbrock's playing <laughs> 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 The vampire Lestat. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So Buffy drops her pencil and sees a creepy kid loitering in the hallway. Just then, by the way, if you're playing the uh, one of our Dodge Club drinking games, whenever I say creepy, you have to take a shot. Oh, it's yes. a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> I use creepy for everything. So yeah, creepy kid loitering in the hallway.
0: Speaking of, uh, there's a song called Creepy Doll by Jonathan Colton. I'm just going to link it for the funsies. Nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just then, poor Wendell opens his book to a honk ton of Freddy Spiders. Tarantulas are what of these spiders I actually like, by the way. Uh, because of the aforementioned furriness, they're kind of adorable. I
0: used to take care of them when I worked at Petco. They're so cute. A million years ago when they're I was like a teenager. Fuzzy. Yeah, they're fun.
1: Fuzzy. Yeah. So uh, Wendell is understandably distressed, as is the rest of the class. Uh, the creepy kid says he's sorry about that. And if that is not an inadequate apology, I don't know what is. <laughs> <laughs> In the master's pad. Hey, it's the master. The master like the real one. <laughs> <laughs> he loves fear. He tells the other one. Mm-hmm. It's the most powerful force in the human world. And foreshadowing alert, he's wrong. And it's not. Uh, see Prophecy Girl. See also every brave thing humans have ever done. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, a, it's Undoubtedly, I mean, it's, it's a powerful force in the human world, but it's not the most powerful force in the human world. I'm actually going to uh, do a little... Um, Okay, not to give away our political leanings here, but here's a quote from Hillary Rodham. <laughs> we're two
0: queer women. What do you think? I know, seriously, seriously. If you haven't guessed by now, like you vote for whoever you want to. I just want you to vote.
1: Oh, but this will air after the vote. So. It's true.
0: Yeah. Okay. So whoever you voted for, we're with you. That's totally. fine. Totally. Good cool. job. You actually voted. If you didn't vote and you've got your reasons, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Just understand that we have our views and they protect our interests.
1: We that's love all. Hillary. We love Hillary. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Hillary Rodham, who, that's who she was at the time, gave a commencement speech at Wellesley in, uh, in 1969, and she put it beautifully. She said, fear is always with us, but we just don't have time for it. Not now. Uh, and so, and I do love that. <laughs> and that as we good. were saying in Angel the episode, vampires are kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, as we find out in the episode, people overcome their fears. Even Xander, and especially Xander. Especially Xander. <laughs> can overcome their fears. So, you know. Suck it, master. Uh <laughs> I guess I should say suck it the master, because apparently we have to call him the yeah, master. It's the master. The master. Yes. Suck it the master. It's,
0: it's like in the tick when he's like, Ah, the city. My the city. <laughs> I love the tick.
1: <laughs> like that part where Arthur's flying around. It's like, I'm very frightened. Oh yes. <laughs>
0: Well, and uh, little you know connection there. Uh, ben Edlund, who made the tick so very, very, very good, was one of the staff writers of Buffy, to my understanding.
1: Definitely Angel, and I, th- oh, yeah, I think yeah. Buffy too. Yeah, yeah.
0: So, and uh, and then once we get to Firefly, he's all over Firefly. Oh. Like almost every line for Wash is written by him or inspired by him. Yeah,
1: it's that great little bit that we oh, yeah. that we enjoy so much. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, When the Anointed One was a regular boy, he feared monsters. The Master says that we are defined by the things we fear. He uses vampires and crosses as an example. And he also says that fear is in the mind, laying out for us our episode thesis. Thank you very much, the Master.
0: Also note that we have a little boy afraid of monsters.
1: Indeed. Yes. Indeed we do. A few times. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, you know, the Master says that fear, like pain, can be controlled. He has a he has devoted a good amount of time in relation to his own fears and he has gone about well mastering them. I guess that's why they call him that.
0: <laughs> it's not because his last name is Bader.
1: <laughs> Bader. Uh. Uh. <laughs> That'll come up later. <laughs> Bader. <laughs> he has noticed that the vibe coming from the surface is different to change for the worse in the form of a powerful psychic force and but well, that's not good. No. The next morning Joyce oh. is uh, oh oh yes, yes uh like
0: we should talk about the color thing i think starting here yeah.
1: okay we're confused okay gentle yeah. listeners we're working um, on something uh, seriously I'm, conv- so, I, I'm personally confused
0: yeah um so and i'm there's a couple things that i've noticed um and i'll talk about one of them in just a second but one of them is the use of red in this episode and i haven't been tracking red too much in all of the other episodes to date so i don't necessarily think that they're That it's that important. If anybody, of you've noticed the use of red in Buffy up till now or if you have noticed anything in the future, please, 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 please let us know. Um, And we'll give you credit for it. But I just noticed that when Buffy's in the master's lair in her dream sequence, there's not a lot of red. Like, it's very muted. Everything's kind of under this blue filter. Even his red eyes look kind of brown. Um, But then in this scene, all the reds are just popping. The little kid's red hoodie is popping in out. the, blood the master's. Pond. Yeah, the blood pond. <laughs>
1: the scenic blood pond.
0: <laughs> the blood fondue um, <laughs> is just really popping out. The master's eyes are really popping. So this is the... I really noticed it on our watch through um, this last time. And then we start to see red popping up in other places. But even then, like in the next scene, we're going to see red, a couple other shades of red. Um, and it's muted again. We have that weird blue dream-like filter over things until we start to get another one going on to make reds show up right um so yeah we're just kind of tracking that maybe we'll come to some conclusions by the end maybe not yeah. i mean the episode um, is, seems
1: to definitely be playing with red yeah they well we can't quite of, figure out where it fits together
0: my first thought was um because we have the underneath and the overground maybe it was like the underneath is like hell you know so it's like yeah. the pitchfork kind of hell thing and i love that underground minion discussing what's going on up above i could use that in all of buffy i would love it it's yeah, fine good. i love it um such a shakespearean kind of oh yeah
1: yeah of shakespearean kind of a deal totally you know? yeah
0: even his his uh conversation with the cross yeah uh that he has is very shakespearean it's, it's like
1: well he's like Macbeth, this oh, yeah. to- oh, yeah, Totally. No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then he looks at his hand and says out down burn <laughs> <Yeah>. um
1: <laughs> ice I need ice for my burn like it takes me for way
0: way way forward to angel when he's when he's pretending not to be a vampire when they've all lost their memory oh yeah I love and he that. holds the cross and then like chucks it behind them and puts his hand in something Doesn't He put his hand in something anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway um so yeah we're just going to track the use of red a little bit um we did rewind and go back through until the dreams start to happen um and the only other place that we've seen it really so far that might have um, was that there were red images in the textbook when the spiders showed up and yeah. they were that same kind of like brilliant, fresh blood red.
1: Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, we're, we'll we're probably, need, we'll probably need your help on this one. Yeah. for The listeners.
0: But yeah. Please let us know. I'm going to try and watch for it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, we, we know there's, there will be eventually significant things going on when Buffy is wearing red. Not just the red leather pants of death, but other reds that she wears. Red is not good for Buffy uh, in general. No. So, um, but we're trying to figure out what... But Buffy doesn't wear red in this one. Everybody else is wearing different reds. Yeah. And so we can't quite figure it out.
0: Yeah, and, and since red usually means power, passion... Um, Unless it's on Things Buffy. <laughs> that are empowering. Yeah, but this is a, a show about inversion. Right. Um so maybe we're inverting it for Buffy. All the rules are, are not applicable. Yeah, and
1: it seems to be that it definitely seems to be that way for, for Buffy later on. Yeah. Unless unless of course to the red letter pants of death, that's a whole different mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Um but uh
0: Well even then she's still vulnerable. Yeah, like you know, Angel ho- is in dying. a homicidal kind of way. Yeah, she's she's vulnerable. <laughs> well, that is the way that Slayers get vulnerable. Isn't it? Um, I'm so vulnerable yeah.
1: I am so vulnerable. I like, feel stabbing. Yeah,
0: like like the love of her life is dying, and she needs to do something about she it. Needs and to you kill know, face. so she's that's a very vulnerable place to be. Yes, yes. You know, um, even when she's when in the prom dress. That we looked ahead to. Yes, indeed. Uh, she's vulnerable when she's running for homecoming queen because she has something at stake. Uh, she's <laughs> wearing red when <laughs> she sees Joyce. <laughs> 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 that was funny.
1: Um, That's never not going to be yeah. funny.
0: <laughs> she's wearing red when she finds Joyce's body. Yes. Um, and through that whole episode, she's wearing the same red sweater. Um, so red is definitely used in a significant way. And yeah. I don't know if this is the start of that or if this is kind of a, a something else Yeah,
1: and, and if that we're doing. one if um, And you've got the other question of, so red is that way to Buffy but how how is it with her shadow selves you know how is it with I the mean, different parts of herself how is it what does it mean when when the parts of Buffy are wearing red are they in is red inverted for them as well or is red mm-hmm. played straight for them yeah so and that's a
0: good question but we yeah. do know that red is the color of blood indeed and that's what vampires feed on oh, yeah. You so don't, want, uh, don't be vampire bait that that <laughs> seems like the obvious gimme yeah uh that it might be something wrong
1: Anyway. Vampire bait. Yeah. Bad idea.
0: (laughs) Come bite me outfit. (laughs)
1: Awesome. Yes. So uh, the next morning Joyce is dropping a very very quiet Buffy off at school. Um, Joyce because she is a mom has noticed that Buffy is quite quiet and she asks about you know Buffy (laughs) screaming in her sleep. Uh, (laughs) Joyce that's really not normal dude and maybe ramp up the concern a little bit more. it's not
0: the time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. right before you go to you're school. parked in front of the school and right. people might be able to see you
1: freak out. Like maybe over dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Or that
0: morning, hey, do you want to stay home from school today? You don't seem okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, well, Buffy would be really excited about going to school again. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Buffy um, says she doesn't really remember what she dreamed about, but I think we have a pretty good mm-hmm. idea of what it was. Uh, she realizes that she forgot her overnight bag for her visit with her dad, but Joy says it isn't a problem. Mm-hmm. And, and she's
0: so upset. There's that little kid thing. Yeah. You know, she has those little kid moments of vulnerability. In a and big it's way. So, oh. And she's also wearing, this is something else I finally noticed. Mm. She is wearing the, uh, what do we call it? The lilac coat of insecurity? Indeed. Yes. <laughs> like, she, this is uh, in the very first episode when she's trying to decide if she wants to go out as a slut or a prude. This is what she ends up wearing. Um, yeah. And it seems t- she wears it very, very frequently. I think I've seen this coat more often than anything else so far. Um, so it seems to be very significant. And I think she wears it when she's not feeling very confident. Yep. You know, it's kind of her little security whoopee. It's a whoopee. Yeah, it's a
1: whoopee. You a little whoopee.
0: Um, yeah. And also a little call forward. Uh, <laughs> Riley's code name is Lilac
1: yeah lilac is not a very strengthening thing for Buffy.
0: (laughs) she even makes fun of him for it so we were wondering if maybe we're being coded to think of the color of lilac um as being it's diminishing buffy yeah as diminishing her yeah yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) and she wears a few a fair number of blue coats but this one pops up a lot
1: yeah it does yeah the colors you know it stands out a bit it does um so joyce really really tries to reassure buffy a lot and Buffy confirms her dad's arrival time again, and Joyce reassures her some more, and mm. it's sad. Yeah, yeah. The Scoobies uh, want to talk about the spider incident, and Willow wonders what spiders need all those legs for anyway. By the way, <laughs> this is the first of two call forwards, <laughs> if you can <laughs> call them that when something hasn't been invented yet. Yeah. Uh, so this is t- of, uh, of what's worth with feeling in this episode, and because uh, Anya even sings, what do they need all such good eyesight for sure. anyway?
0: Even though it was not even a glimmer in Joss right. Sweden's
1: But two in the same episode, right? <laughs> That's so craziness. Good. Yeah. There's got to be something well, going it on. It
0: reinforces my theory that everything is whole and complete before it's written.
1: So, sort of like the. Was it Michelangelo who said that uh, the, the sculpture is already inside yeah, the stone? You he just has to find take it.
0: everything that doesn't look like the sculpture.
1: Right. Yeah. Interesting. But more of a cosmic sort of way.
0: It is, yes. Very Jungian. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, uh,. I'd also imagine the spiders wonder why we ex- insist on balancing on two legs all the time. Probably because it probably looks silly to them.
0: Like, how do you even?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just use all yeah. your legs. What are you doing? Uh, Xander isn't afraid of spiders, but he is afraid of Nazis crawling on his face. And <laughs> us too, Xander. Well done, sir. Hell, hello.
0: hell!
1: It'd be oh, it'd be so fun to step on them. <laughs> Xander gives a pep talk of about whatever evil they're facing, and
0: yeah, yeah, all right. <laughs> and again, let's look at the, what everyone's wearing. Everyone got dressed in the dark this morning. Wowsies. Whoa. <laughs> like, Xander. Whoa. What? Are you, yeah. What? But as we know, everything is purposeful.
1: But you know. jeans. Xander, yeah. just wear some jeans. <laughs> jeans go with everything. I wear them every day of my life.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, like the checkered pants with that shirt. And then Woo. Willow's wearing like the green tights with the black floral dress and the red. So again, she's wearing when everyone's off. The spirit tends to wear the two complementary earth tones, yeah. so she has red and green, yes. which is usually the colors of the other two. So we know she's trying to hold things together. But a warning: she does.
1: If you have epilepsy, do not look too hard at the Scoobies <laughs> in this episode, because <laughs> I, I mean, I get vertigo, and I started feeling a little wiggly when I was looking at <laughs> yeah. looking at Don't Xander. Look My careful. brain was yeah. like, "Hey, what is that about?" But yeah, you we know. just
0: something's really, really off with all of these guys. It's Perf. okay; it'll kind of resolve. We'll yeah. fix
1: it. Yes. Yeah. You know, then it comes back like Liza. <laughs> <sighs> I do love Liza, though. Um, in the library, Giles is clearly off. <laughs> this he, he has a little panic trot. Yeah, he has <laughs> a little panic trot. He's uh, been, you know, lost among the books. and He covers by telling them they should go talk to Wendell. And Buffy gives Giles a very concerned look before she leaves. So she knows that the panic trot was the panic trot. and mm-hmm. she's alone. But she's not going to push it right now. Uh, Wendell knows a lot about spiders. He loves them, even. Xander, perhaps remembering from his own experience that insect love can get a little weird, make sure it's platonic. <laughs> 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 and Xander's not being a dick. Like, he is wondering, like, is this like the praying mantis lady or it's not? Okay, cool. Um, also, to note here, uh, Buffy has a lollipop, which is especially important when she's so worried about her relationship with her dad. She's still very much at the beginning of her girl-to-woman transition, and that's the show's m- biggest metaphor, so they'll give us little hints like that now and then, mm-hmm. along with her lilac jacket. Yes, Cordelia Cop- stops by uh, long enough to remind Buffy about a history test she knows nothing about. <laughs> and she's wearing a poof in her hair. Yes, Cordelia's hair is progressively getting a little poofy. Yes, a little poofy. Especially since yeah. they mentioned it the first time they saw her, and now it's got a little poof. Yeah, and Chris like Carpenter, Carpenter beautifully... <laughs> shakes around a little bit, yeah, she so does. we all notice the poof, <laughs> <laughs> so she knows it's very important, and we noticed that we're like, hey, what's with that poof? yeah, so well done, Chris Mcarpenter,
0: <laughs> as always as oh, she's fantastic, always. she's so good,
1: <laughs> and um, and poor Buffy, she's still much more of the now than the than the then <laughs> uh widow <Wendell> admits <laughs> that he's thinking that the spider thing was a punishment for his brother killing his pet spiders, and it's sad. Yeah. spiders and poor Wendell. I know.
0: I feel bad for that. I know, you know, oh. He needs to get more spiders.
1: I don't and well, I, his I had a them.
0: hamster that, I mean, it was old, but when I found him after he died, um, his water bottle was not dry, but empty. Mm. And I it still haunts me to this day, wondering if
1: I accidentally,
0: I don't know. Well, I think, our,
1: well they're more deserty kind of creatures. I don't, about I don't think it was
0: me. I think it was just a confluence of events. But right. you know, it's it's never gonna. Yeah, it, I'm never yeah. gonna get rid of that. I don't know if yeah. I can ever have another hamster. So you know, the idea of like all of your spiders baking to right. death, terrible, um, would just I terrible. I would never be able to live with myself. Well, we I mean, can, obviously I would, but you we know. can
1: hope that eventually after. Wendell gets a, a job after high school or goes to college, whatever he does, and gets established and buys a house. He can... Well, he
0: can we never see him again, so he's probably found dead in the locker room. At some
1: point. <laughs> no, then we'd see him for sure. Oh, yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking that uh, Wendell is probably like a, a bug expert in a that's museum true, right yeah.
0: now. Oh, well, I would like to think so. Yeah. Some or, I'm sorry,
1: sorry, Wendell, an arachnid expert oh, in a museum. sorry, Wendell. I'm sorry, Wendell.
0: Yeah, I'd like <laughs> to think so. But they are releasing comics of Buffy the high school years, of all of the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> all of the lost scooby episodes right on so to speak so good yeah i'm excellent. excited to read those i haven't read the other ones but i'm excited to read those the other ones pissed me off i know <laughs> <laughs> we
1: all know yes <laughs> everyone should know that i get pissed by the comics <laughs> buffy doesn't so much know where her history class is cordelia is oddly supportive for cordelia and i think we should probably take that as a sign that things are not quite right because honestly cordy sounds like a normal person here oh yeah she, and she's
0: dressed all normally too. Yeah, like she's actually for the poof. coordinated.
1: Except, except for the poof, poof. yes, yes. <laughs> so this is it's weird, and also we can be pretty sure that Buffy hasn't skipped every history class. Like she knows where the class is. Yeah, well,
0: she's been studying for it.
1: Right. She obviously goes or sometimes, her,
0: or at least she starts studying for it after this.
1: But she had two 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 thirds of her her tutors, history tutors, being vampires. So. I mean, she's bent enough to know what the assignment is. Oh, that's was. true, yeah. Yeah, so she's bent. That's true, yeah. So, yeah, so we know something is up. Buffy's not a great student, but she's not that bad. She knows where the classes are. Yeah, no, that's very true. So, that. I mean, and also, Joyce would have gotten a call if she's missed every single well, history yeah, class that well, has no and, idea where it is. and
0: in I, Robot, U, Jane, she only had one absence.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which I, th- I still think was bullshit, but, you know. know
0: right? <laughs> well, it could be true. It could be just, it's not from periods, it's just from one day.
1: Joyce get a call big time yeah so i mean yeah, yeah. We, we know that there's something this, yeah. there's some funky um cordelia is happily filling out her test <laughs> and uh, buffy snaps her pencil and and, oh and, uh, and time is moving really really fast i have, I have to say
0: had tests like this i like this is my nightmare i still have nightmares about this because obviously i didn't go a lot to school um and sometimes i was able to do the reading and, and go to the test i always tried to test cuz i figured out you could get at least a d or a c if you took all the tests and you never went to class and
1: an f is 50% which is better than 0%. So I would usually show up
0: and at least write my name down but there were sometimes like i would study so hard and i would try so hard and i'd show up and i'd be like writing these little three or four word answers and i could just hear everyone's pencils doing the like little jot 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 noise um and oh my god i still like this i get anxiety like my heart rate goes up watching this scene so actually both of our time. fears
1: are contained in this episode
0: yeah no yeah. totally yeah this is why when i finally went to college um but i like if i don't get an a i freak the fuck out yeah. because i am studying i only take a couple classes at a time because i'm gonna ace everything exactly yeah, right yeah because i didn't because i had too much fun in high school
1: let's face yeah, it. yeah i'm jealous of that
0: i had such a good time it was great <laughs> i never went to class
1: yeah I, I, that's what i should have done yeah totally <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so, I mean, the test is over before Buffy could even write her name down so she doesn't even, even get an F on that damn thing. <laughs> and there's the creepy kid again. And creepy kid, you are kind of a dick.
0: <laughs> yeah, just sorry about that. Yeah, whatever, <laughs> <Really>? creepy
1: kid. <laughs> so, we see a nice young gal going into the basement for a smoke. While well, creepy kid says that she shouldn't go down in the basement. No shit, there's a hell mouth down there. <laughs>
0: we know. <laughs> well, she doesn't know, though. Nobody knows yet, She's I mean, but we know smoke. there's a
1: fucking hell mouth down yeah. there. Damn. So uh, some fucking gross giant monster guy comes out and says lucky 19 and beats the holy shit out of the smoker. And and we get that great visual
0: of the the light swinging swinging. lamp. Yeah. like
1: So Hitchcock. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Illuminating the smoking kills sign, which has a gun on it. And uh, I bet the the,
0: first aid box.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's great. (laughs) (laughs) And I bet that young smoking gal wishes she had that gun right about fucking now. (laughs) <laughs> Seriously. The, the gun would solve this problem in this episode. Not all monsters can be solved with guns, but I think you sure? but this do you one But
0: Do you think that the ugly man could be defeated by anybody but the little kid? But Billy?
1: Well, he's defeated by Buffy, kind of.
0: Well, kind of, but Billy's the one that has to finish it. I think if you shot him, he'd just disappear and show up somewhere else.
1: Fine, he's away from me, right? Let's <laughs> shoot him and go get Buffy. Fair Buffy point. there's this fucking guy, and I shot yeah. him a bunch of times, and he <laughs> disappeared, so keep an eye out, yeah? <laughs> Fair I'm going to go home. <laughs> <laughs> I so don't the... want guns at school. <laughs> right. But at Sunnydale High, there should be all the guns at that school. <laughs> Every single gun in the world should be at Sunnydale High. That's a whole different thing.
0: It is. It's true. <laughs> Although we, we do
1: broach that later in an interesting episode. At the hospital, Buffy and Giles are asking Laura, a.k.a. Smoking Gal, what happened. She tells them about Giant Monster Guy. And here, I think we're getting the suggestion already that Buffy's classmates have an idea that she's not a normal student and that she's there to help them. We don't get that a lot as far as what I remember from my previous tours through Buffy, but we'll keep an eye out. Um,
0: yeah, but no one pushes her away when she offers to help. No, no. Like and We and really Laura's don't see anybody saying, no, 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 it's none of your business. I don't want your help. Well, oh,
1: exactly. And Laura just immediately opens up and, and her reaction to Buffy leads directly to Buffy's class protector award and me crying like a damn baby. <laughs> so it's, I mean, it's nice that they're planning yeah. these little these little seats are here. So that's, yeah, totally. that's pretty cool. Um, here, Laura doesn't say like, what the hell are you doing in my room here, mm-hmm. Buffy? You're a strange person. Yeah. Um, or why?
0: you're a librarian i didn't even know we had a library right. she just
1: she immediately is like okay i will tell you because you're that yeah. weird girl who helps people
0: which also leads me to think that people who do go to the library they're just like looking through and they see all the demonology books and they're like oh well that makes sense and then they go off and find what they needed right like they just gloss over that shit completely yep. What's well, the
1: sunnydale syndrome yeah <laughs> totally
0: yeah sunnydale syndrome i
1: think it's called that on tv tropes actually <laughs> oh that's perfect <laughs> so uh as they're leaving laura tells them very infor- important information about lucky 19 very, very important. Thank you, Laura. Now, HIPAA laws didn't go into effect bef- until 1996, which is just a year before this episode aired, so we could forgive this doctor a little bit for violating all of them. <laughs> Fuck. Buffy says that they're Laura's friends. The doctor spills the beans about Laura and about some mysterious kid who is also beaten half to death and is now in a coma. My job is all about HIPAA stuff, so yeah i mean it's a big part of my job i have to take i have like, to take like a test every year so this jumped this jumped right out of me and i anyway, we don't dwell on this kind of thing but it was hilarious to me the, the doctor's like oh you want to know but oh, i'll tell you about this patient yeah, and that and patient that and this patient and over there <laughs> but the most and, and, and i'm uh, getting gout you know did you something,
0: know that? Yeah. <laughs> something to take away from this is it's just like if someone asks you if you're a god you say yes yes <laughs> and if someone asks if you're a family you of say, the person you're visiting yes. you say yes Yes. If they ask what kind, say cousins or whatever. You
1: know, don't right. be, don't don't dig yourself too deep. Don't do like a Sandra we, Bullock
0: and while you were sleeping.
1: Right. We we're uh, we we're cousins. we were visiting. Yeah. Heard about it. Came mm-hmm. in. Family yeah. still at work. Yes, but
0: preferably don't do that because that's also probably not legal.
1: Oh yeah, don't but yeah because I are, mean it's like a federal law, people. Yeah, so don't yeah. don't mess with that.
0: Don't actually do it. But if you are a crime fighting duo hunting supernatural evil, uh, do what you got to do. Right. Yeah. But exactly. The most important thing about this scene is to lead us to the sleeping Billy. Indeed. And he has his face turned away.
1: Mm. So we don't get to see the big reveal, but Buffy will put it together. Don't worry about it.
0: Yeah. And we as an audience say, oh, it's the kid. Yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and Buffy does indeed get all vague badass and basically says that she'll stop the fucker. Mm-hmm. At school, some extras from Greece are talking all <laughs> tough guy and Kenicky sure does seem tough without his mom around, doesn't he? <laughs> uh, Xander and Willow are doing the walk and talk and Willow is connecting some dots between dreams coming to life. Mm. she's pretty much clued into this as soon as Wendell t- starts talking about it which is very good Willow Yes. And so in her locker a picture of Willow and Giles and a Nerf Herder sticker and Nerf Herder of course is the band that performs the music in the credits Yay. clever yes crop people clever <laughs> so Kinnicky's mom has shown up and she's freaking fantastic <laughs> she's freaking grease lightning man. <laughs> she's doing the cheek <laughs> pinching and all that oh, stuff and he's so horrified good. she's and like from Boston it. or New Jersey or something yeah. he's got the accent going on she's gonna Great. feed him some cannoli or whatever <laughs> Uh, so Xander remains skeptical about the dream thing until he walks into class in his undies. And uh, good thing he was on network TV. If this was like Game of Slayers, dude would be totally naked. <laughs> he tries yeah. pitching himself, but no use. I love this. Ow! 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 ow. ow. <laughs> he screams and runs off. And. Nice bod, by the way. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Oh, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. yeah. I guess he was actually told to gain weight at a certain point because well, he wasn't nerdy I, enough. I,
1: I heard he was told to stop working out at a certain oh, point, Oh, yeah, yeah, too. yeah, because he was working
0: yeah. out, cause, and it didn't work yeah. for everybody. But, um, but, yeah, he looks good. He does. He does look good. Yep. Also, I like his tenacity in trying to wake himself up. Yep. Because he's also the only person who doesn't fall into the dream state right away. He's saying, This is a dream, I need to wake up and he's pinching himself when everybody else is going along with it. Like even like even Buffy, even Willow, who know what are going on, they get sucked up. And Giles, he's sucked up into it. But like Xander from the very beginning, the heart, Mm -hmm. Buffy's heart knows what's going on. Yep. And he's trying to get out of it.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah a good episode for fans i mean great episode for Sander. he's the guy um in the library giles is staring at old issues of the newspaper and staring and staring and he seems (laughs) distressed and he finally admits to buffy that he can't read on a normal day he can read five languages but this is the day of nightmares, so he's screwed (laughs) giles is scared and frustrated and throws down the paper buffy even with a mind that is a bit underpowered today recognizes the kid in the newspaper is creepy kid she realizes that he is the kid in the hospital as well giles theorizes that it might be a case of astral projection, and he gets an eye roll when he corrects that it is not so much an asteroid body as an astral body. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great eye roll. <laughs> really? Kudos on that eye roll, yeah. Buffy. Very, very nice. You
0: know what I meant. Well,
1: executed. <laughs> Probably hurt her eye a little bit. Oh, yeah. Buffy sees that the kid is wearing the number 19 and remembers Lucky 19. See? She didn't need a fully powered mind at all. Very well, nice. Well, I done. mean, it is spilled out a little bit yeah but you know it's a little spelled out but, but it takes her like two seconds to put it together true. i mean it's not one of those like oh i don't know it takes half okay, an hour she's like Boom. We knew what was going on yeah she, just, I mean, she looks at the paper she's like that's the kid that's the number we got it yeah let's go <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. true yep so, yeah, so, yeah, she's
0: she still is is using the power of her mind even absolutely though it's, it's yeah. a little groggy yeah <laughs> so
1: yeah buffy's dad comes in the library oh and, yeah and oh, his
0: costuming is so anti-giles yeah. I love this because Giles yeah. is wearing dark pants. He's wearing cream pants. Like, they're kind of similar, but they're complete opposites.
1: Good dad, at the bad same time. dad. Oh, yeah. Battle. And
0: when they shake hands, it still makes me, like, shrivel.
1: Well, you just want like, Giles to punch him in the face. Oh,
0: yeah. You want him to go full ripper. Yeah, go ripper. Yeah. Like, <laughs> which he would if he knew what he was about to do. Oh, yeah. Puppy. Absolutely. Like, he would be gutted like a... Fish, yes. Buffy wouldn't have a dad because Ripper would have buried him in the right. fucking desert with the first Slayer. <laughs> he would have gone and found that open
1: grave in the fake cemetery. Yeah, <laughs> he you tossed you totally him in there, just like stay there. <laughs> like,
0: <meh>. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Hank wants to speak to Buffy privately, and it's so great. And, yeah, and she seems okay with it. Yeah. So she leaves with him, yeah. and Giles continues to puzzle over the newspaper. And Buffy's dad cheerily blames the divorce on Buffy, saying that. He really couldn't stand to be around her, what with her being self-centered and trouble and rude and stupid. Oh, Buffy and Sarah is Sarah Michelle Gellar's acting. Oh, gorgeous job. Oh,
0: so good.
1: She's completely broken, and ouch, and yeesh, and yeah. all the words I can come up with for that, and he mocks how upset she is, refuses to see her anymore, and is sad that she didn't turn out better, and wow, I seriously, every time I watch this, I'm going to pull his guts out through his nose.
0: I know, right? Yeah. fucker. And... She does such a good job too because you can almost see her trying to shake it off.
1: She does. And yeah. she does kind of shake her head a little. She's, she, yeah. she's trying to you can kind of see her trying to tell herself, okay something's off. This can't mm-hmm. possibly be happening. Yeah, it's got to
0: be a dream. There's something not quite right but she still gets caught up in it. Yeah,
1: because I mean it's her, it, this is her greatest fear coming oh, true yeah. and later on it actually will. Yes. <sighs> Fuck you Hank. <laughs> Fuck her. Xander <laughs> and Willow enter the library now that Xander has scored some clothes which are very very red by the they way are very red very very red those
0: sunnydale sweats are super easy to come by we see those a few times they look really comfy they do they look soft oh. and like really good i need ones. to get awesome. me a razorbacks t-shirt oh, yeah yeah
1: so they're looking for buffy because living dreams and public nakedness required the slayer like three hours ago <laughs> seriously <laughs> xander says it was a nightmare and uh willow is was Willow's a bit amused I will say. <laughs> uh, but uh, as soon as Xander says his nightmare, Willow was all over it. All the little pieces come together. And uh, Giles says that his nightmare also came true. And here's the second. Once more with feeling moment. <laughs> Giles and foreshadowing would would like us to know that having just dreams uh, become real would be the musical comedy version of this. Perhaps involving <laughs> them <laughs> having theories and going through the motions and walking through mm-hmm. fire and celebrating success in dry cleaning. <laughs> Got myself on that one. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Giles connects the waking nightmares to Billy, the kid from the hospital. He's pretty sure that the Hellmouth Power played a contributing role, and we totally agree. Giles says that they need to find a way to stop it, or everyone in Sunnydale will be enjoying living nightmares of their own. Like, uh, well, like Cordelia, as a matter of fact, who is <laughs> yeah. now officially not cool anymore, and she looks like Roseanne, Roseanne, and Dana from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> oh, she totally and she's, does. <laughs> so funny. She breaks her comb. Yeah. She's still wearing her original clothes though, so she's not fully she transformed. Is, like, not
0: fully there, but she's freaking out.
1: <laughs> I yeah. would too.
0: Oh yeah, that hair is
1: like. <laughs> I mean, I don't give a shit about my hair, but yeah. Damn! Kudos <laughs> to the wig department <laughs> on that and one. A fantastic job. Yeah. <laughs> Buffy's still very much distressed by her dad being a total fucking asshat, and you know, kind of snuggling her lilac coat. Yeah, a little bit. yeah, she's holding her whoopee. She's, whoopee. she's wearing all black. Yes, and she yeah. should snuggle Wibby be, because that was terrible. That was awful. So she follows uh, Billy the creepy kid into the gym and asks him, you know, what the fuck, in a very nice <laughs> way, of course. Uh, Billy doesn't remember much, but he does remember playing second base and he remembers Lucky 19, and that's uh, what the ugly man calls him. And the ugly man appears and smacks Buffy around. She tries to fight him, but is, ends up kind of win- wisely wimp- limping away a little bit and uh, yeah. escaping, pretty much, because dude is strong as shit.
0: Well, I feel like she's... Borrowing like now she's in Billy's reality. Yes. Because I don't think she would normally be this weakened by this creature. I don't think it would normally be this scary to her. Yeah.
1: And 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 she is she does seem scared, which is unusual for Buffy. Usually she quips and does some more quipping and Mm -hmm. there's not really so much with the
0: quipping. Yeah, totally. Like she just has none of her humor or anything. I mean, yeah, she's been taken down a peg by her dad. Um, but I think she's now in Billy's nightmare.
1: Yeah. I mean, and we know. do see later on, we definitely see a, a connection between Buffy's lack of confidence and feeding into her lack of sl- Slayer strength sometimes. But oh, yeah, yeah, it does seem to be more of a Billy situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck you, Billy. You're such a dick. <laughs> <laughs> you little victimized <laughs> kid. No, I'm not an <laughs> asshole. Why? <laughs> Giles, Willow, and Xander take off in search of Buffy since having Slayer dreams come to life isn't in anyone's best interests. Like, big time no. Giles. Holy shit. Yeah. As we see. Yeah. Like, you imagine if she was in the school at the time? Fuck. Oh, yeah. That would be so bad. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> they split up and... Don't never split up, you guys. Willow and I so agree on this point. <laughs> I
0: know. I like that. <laughs> um,
1: wait. Hey, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's the only one who still has a level head. Yeah. Yeah. Give her a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Buffy has the ugly man locked in the gym, and she tells Billy the creepy kid that this particular monster is too strong and she can't fight him. This echoes the master's theory at the beginning of the episode. Shout out to the master. Mm -hmm. Cordelia has been enlisted into the chess club. Congrats, (laughs) Cordy. I know, and she's wearing the full like this
0: is like polygamist. Oh yeah, like stereotype outfit. It's amazing
1: with the pussy bow.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pussy bow. (laughs) Shout out to the pussy bow.
1: So I I really, actually, I think Cordy would really like chess, you know, with the pawns and the queen being the strongest piece on the board and everything. So she should try it while she's in there, I think.
0: Yeah, she probably should. I mean, she she's probably really
1: good at it. Oh, yeah. It's probably like
0: the opposite of Willow, you oh. know, where she gets in there and she's just like trumping everybody. Absolutely. It's her yeah. fucking thing, man. Totally. <laughs> like, she's actually online, like becoming some
1: chess You're champion. you like, this game was made for me. <laughs> Look at me move my pawns around and sacrifice them. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Willow is amused by this, of course, and, but then she hears someone she thinks is Buffy calling to her from the basement, and reluctantly goes to investigate. Willow's a hellmouth down there. Oh, Stop going to the basement, we, you guys. We need to
0: change that. Like Fuck. no basement access. Like, you like, there's a hellmouth. Hellmouth yeah, so ahead. Like, hellmouth ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we really need that when they rebuild the school. No like, shit. every time they go in the basement, I just think of, like, Spike going crazy down do- down there with the <laughs> yeah. first.
1: Well, in the hell <laughs> it's like, I mean, it's under the library. It's right fucking down yeah, there. Yeah, it's right there. Yeah. Oh. And that boiler room looks pretty hellish. Also, it looks really old. Yeah, that'll probably yeah. come in uh, co- come in handy. Uh, the oldness of it, uh, like the next episode, perhaps. Yeah, perhaps. So, uh, Will is grabbed by somebody, and she screams as you would when you're in the basement by a <laughs> hell mouth, being grabbed by somebody mysterious.
0: And we we are led to think it's the Ugly Man or yes. something else. Like I love this mislead.
1: Yeah, I it's, love a, it, it, it's a love good little it. mislead. Yeah, and then it's not. Xander <laughs> finds himself in a part of the school that has been trashed and decorated with swastikas. Oh my god! However, there is candy, <laughs>
0: and there's a bright red swastika. Yes, there in is. Here. Yes. And there is candy. Uh-huh. And it's I my love candy. this. I can watch this over and over It's and so over. funny.
1: He's st- <laughs> stuffing all the candy So um, Buffy and Billy the Creepy Kid are not having any luck finding the library because <laughs> it's, you know, fucked up there. Yeah. Uh, Billy knows his folks playing baseball and blames himself for losing his last game. Buffy gives a pretty good older sister speech about how he isn't the only one on the team and other people lost it too. She blah, could blah, probably
0: blah. give the speech to herself.
1: I think so. Yeah, as as yeah. in a lot of situations, Buffy should it's probably yeah, turn that mirror right around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, he spills that someone blamed him for the loss, and Buffy's all over things, even about her mind there. Yeah. Say. And
0: it's, isn't it funny how her father blamed her for a loss as well? Isn't it We're though? having a lot of mirroring going on right now. Absolutely. Here.
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, that's, that's what Buffy's all about. It's a show. Yes, yeah, <laughs> true. Having us work through Buffy's issues with the scary thing of the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ugly man has found them again, and he just clubbed a kid in the. You know, so that
0: poor guy,
1: and that's pretty much what happened to Billy. So it's a pretty tight episode, I got to say. Yeah, it you know, is, it's yeah. like everything just tells you something about everything else. Uh, so they cut through a shrubbery, a shrubbery, a shrubbery, to avoid the ugly man, and they're suddenly in the graveyard in, in, in Buffy's dream. uh Willow is in a lovely kimono, being pulled through backstage. And thank yes. goodness she's there because the performance is about to start. <laughs>
0: And we already know she hates being on stage. Oh yeah, but she this... even
1: alluded to it earlier in the episode. Oh, well yeah, you know, at least you weren't in front of people.
0: Well, and this is our next little red callback. So she has a bright red sash. Oh yeah, like we've ditched the kind of ruddy de- ruddy brown jacket, bright red sash. Also, butterfly earrings. Thank you, remaster. Yes. And yes. red Would shoes. You... We should yes. see later. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So now, and she had black shoes before. These are brand new red shoes. So <laughs> we are actually changing the color of people's outfits as they come in contact with. The nightmares, yeah. So there's something huge going on here. We can't quite so figure out what it is, on and we just can't yeah. get it. And We, we found even more, yeah. um, also like even little tiny ones, thanks to the boyfriend. Yes, um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll we'll just keep bringing them up as we go.
1: Yeah, and you, we'll need your help. Uh, so Billow protests that she didn't learn the words, and that's a very conspicuous line. And I think, I think she does something really similar in Restless. Yeah so we're gonna have to figure out what that's about but
0: <laughs> she also has the line in uh, once more with feeling that i think this line is mostly yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> so she always t- willow has trouble with her lines let's just say. <laughs> so she's uh pushed out in front of a huge audience and a gentleman starts to sing and willow makes squeaky noise which is disapproval <laughs> uh and the opera this is very important willow's opera is madame a butterfly by, Pucci- by puccini this uh this scene in the opera is it isn't the most Famous, music-wise, and it's not at the very beginning, so this is when we immediately start to wonder what's going on here. Uh, so, Willow is playing Chocho Cho san uh, a.k.a. Butterfly, as evidenced by the earrings, as I had mentioned. Uh, the gentleman is playing Lieutenant Pinkerton. Uh, Butterfly, by the way, is 15 in the opera, and Pinkerton is an asshole. Anyway, <laughs> I love this opera, y'all, but he's a fuck. Anyway, is the cultured one. I love opera. <laughs> Oh, i love opera and i love classical music and i also love madonna so go figure <laughs> anyway <laughs> in the libretto we find the translation of what we're hearing from this nice man playing an asshole is a child from whose eyes the witchery is shining now you are all my own so Whoa. witchery indeed oh my god yes then he goes on to sing about how virginal she is and that's fucking creepy and i want to punch him in the face it is kind of i creepy. hate pink but written. still like but yeah <laughs> the witch thing that's as good as the gift yeah it really is like, oh isn't my it? god yep that's foreshadowing for willow in a wow, big way and someone... you know she doesn't conquer her fear so she becomes a witch and that's
0: a deep cut you know they did that knowing probably no one's gonna pick up on it like maybe two percent of the audience is yeah. gonna figure out what's going on well, it looks on. like
1: the interwebs have I, I picked up on it originally because i was just wondering about this part of the opera because it's really not the most famous part of the opera
0: no no i didn't even recognize
1: it yeah it's um I mean, you, you notice from the costume, if you know the opera really well, you know, you're like, oh, it's butterfly. Um, but for mostly from the costume, you know, it's butterfly. butterfly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, a few years ago, I, I looked up because it was bothering me every time I was watching. I was like, why the hell did they pick this part? So I looked at <laughs> up, like, oh, it's the witchery. And some folks oh online God. have picked up on it. And it, and, that's, and it was really easy to find because a lot of other people, you know, found mm-hmm. it. Um, but yeah, witchery.
0: And well, if he's going on to sing about her being virginal, maybe that means she hasn't actually cast any magic yet.
1: Well, Willow when, when yeah. is a virgin. Yeah, well, she is. They make a big deal about that for some reason.
0: Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> but, but they never make it into the purity thing. Oh, no, no,
1: no. And and Except you, for Cheryl. Xander.
0: You know, we have men being pure. Right. But even our next, uh, the only other reference to a pure virginal sacrifice is way up in Angel. Yeah, um, yeah, and she is so up here. She's like, I haven't been a virgin since I was fourteen. <laughs> I love that yeah. part. <laughs> so good. Yeah, and our our other female sacrifice has nothing to do with purity. Yeah,
1: I think I think that other than the, yeah, I think other than the the fucking praying mantis, I think that that's, yeah, <laughs> the literal fucking praying yeah, mantis. attempted yeah. fucking praying mantis yeah, yeah,
0: the statutory praying the statutorily
1: mantis. raping praying mantis lady of death. Yeah, um, yeah. so I think that let's we'll keep an eye out for other virgin sacrifices. Yeah, but these I'm, all I'm pretty sure I hour.
0: can't think of any other ones. And usually those stand out to me because I'm always offended.
1: Yeah. you know? Yeah. But I will say, this this and Angel um, can do it without offending, mm-hmm. which is very nice.
0: Yeah. but And the way they turn it on their heads is just so good. Oh, yeah. It's great fun.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Xander is still enjoying chocolatey goodness, as he should, pretty much stuffing any oh candy God. bar into his mouth at once. So
0: awesome. But then he comes across a chocolate hurricane mm-hmm. in a
1: red wrapper. Indeed? Yes. And that's the best one. He loves those. Uh-huh. And hey, hey, wow, it's Chuck Hurricane, like the one from his sixth birthday. And then there's a fucking clown. God <laughs> damn it. Oh, Christ. So does your fear of clowns come from clowns? Did Gah. it come from it?
0: Did it influence? John it? Wayne
1: Gacy. Okay. Yeah, as you recall, I was a very strange kid. So <laughs> Really? Yeah, <a> <laughs> uh, and, uh, So yeah, I found out about John Wayne Gacy at a young age because I was an inquisitive little strange kid and yeah so that did it and then of course it just piled it on thanks tim curry i love you so much but you scared the shit out of me <laughs> tim with that curry
0: movie. meets stephen king oh
1: yeah yeah and, and uh you know i i read the book of course and i actually i'm such a strange person that seeing this episode may inspired me to uh, listen to the book on audible so i'm listening to the book on audible right now yeah Twitter force by stephen weber i gotta say great raw audible reading not that, that matters to the show but um <laughs> great but wow yeah so this i don't like clowns <laughs> i don't like them so and this this is a creepy fucking clown too the makeup oh is all, yeah oh, oh got a they did it fucking so knife. Good. He, The fucking clown has a knife man yeah,
0: they it's like they interviewed <sighs> everybody with a fear of clowns and uh just went ahead and made a clown that creates that
1: i'm doing buffy eye rolls over here <laughs> god so yeah Kay. so there's a fucking clown And the fucking clown has a fucking knife. And I fucking hate (laughs) fucking clowns, especially when they have fucking knives.
0: He does that laugh. God.
1: I hate that clown. I hate all... I mean, all of them. Seriously. It's so well done. It's so well done. Um, I love uh, it. So, (laughs) anecdote. One day at work, we heard that someone had seen a clown in the elevator. And I assured my coworkers that if I ever came back to my desk covered in blood, it's because I was trapped in an elevator with a fucking clown. Because fuck that shit. (laughs) If you're one of those people who's running around dressed as a clown... I am going to shoot your ass if you start something. I'm not even fucking kidding. If you're in the backyard, I'm going to fucking shoot you and then go reload and come back out and shoot. I know. Outside, out in the front. Yeah. Yeah. For Halloween, there was a clown outside with a baseball bat and I was in a meeting uh, on, on a work meeting kind of thing called into that. And by the time the meeting was over, the clown was gone. But I was seriously, I was like, I'm, maybe I'm going to go shoot that thing. So um, I, was, I was thinking that maybe I'm it was in the backyard. I'm impressed you got through your meeting. <laughs> well, yeah. Or well, I told everybody in the meeting, if they heard a loud bang, I was fucking shooting this clown. <laughs> and so after the meeting, I went in the backyard to see if the clown was back there. I'm like, oh, I'll just hit it with a shovel and shoot it <laughs> like 55 times. But it wasn't. It was gone. They, the only thing worse than a clown with a baseball bat you can see is a clown with a baseball bat you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> So,
0: <laughs> those are words of wisdom, right? There. Yeah,
1: no shit. <laughs> so, I did not get a chance to kill a clown. <laughs> Fucking, oof, it's been on for, going on for months. Oh, but I've been keeping track.
0: <laughs> we should switch it to turkey costumes.
1: <laughs> that would be awesome.
0: Or Santas? No, like after Halloween. <laughs> you know how, like after Halloween, everything turns into like Christmas decorations.
1: <laughs> they should go from clowns. <laughs> yes, to to <laughs> clowns to evil <laughs> Santas. <laughs> well, they should. They should have done that before Halloween because they that's should've. when the Christmas decorations come out. No, oh, that's very true. Fucking clowns. We are so off top. I hate clowns. So, Buffy's in the graveyard, <laughs> and she's not sure where the sun or everything else went. Um, Billy the Creepy Kid is wondering who died in order to require the freshly dug grave or the empty coffin sitting in it, which not good. No. Not good, Buffy. <laughs> oh, it's the master. <laughs> oh, well, I, Buffy's day is just getting better and better, isn't it?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, he's all
1: jauntily standing he is. On he's it. just, oh, yeah.
0: uh, he's just... Yeah, he's just... A, and he's like, I think we should call it your grave. <laughs>
1: I know oh buffy not, i mean i wish i could tell buffy that this is the worst day she'll have it's not no, even gonna not scratch even. the surface no. so um <laughs> the master scoffs at the lack of fun involved in burying someone who is already dead he says buffy is prettier than the last slayer and that doesn't work as well as when angel said she was pretty <laughs> as it would not uh no. buffy is clearly scared as she undoubtedly should be she insists that none of this is real and that he can't be free. The Master says he is free because Buffy fears it, and the world is crumbling. He actually explains everything Giles was trying to tell Buffy, so either this is the real Master, actually free for a few minutes, or Buffy is tapped into her mind in a way we didn't realize. The Master gets all kind of Disney on us and tells Buffy that a dream is a wish her heart makes (laughs) and starts to strangle her just like in the dream at the beginning of the episode. He drops her in the coffin and helpfully buries her alive, thanks, the Master. Oh, Buffy. Buffy. I really wish I could tell you this is the only time you'd have to deal with this. Seriously. But it's not. No. no. So, Willow's performance didn't go very well, as is demonstrated <laughs> by her ducking <laughs> of tomatoes. Xander finds her, and she's very upset about the singing. Very bad to sing. <laughs> <laughs> he wonders if she remembers uh, his sixth birthday party. And nice touch show. She totally would have been there. And she remembers how funny it was, and the clown chased him, and oh, no shit! <laughs> <laughs> There's the clown fucking... Butcher knife and all, and they scream run at Giles, who you know, as yeah. we've noted, also screams and runs. Yes, as we've noted, yeah, <laughs> he, uh, he was not afraid of the vampires and surrounding him and never killing a boy in the first date, but he is afraid of the clown and the puppet. <laughs> yes, so very smart man, <laughs> very very smart man that Giles. <laughs> and it's it's D jerk. Oh yeah, like, he's like oh the fucking clown. And, fear. Yeah, yeah, that's I mean that's and that's how he what just I
0: would goes. As well.
1: And goes and Zander, displaying some serious badass chop, stops running, <laughs> and just punches the crown in the face and it's so awesome to the point so that i lose i start to good. lose adjectives it's so know, fucking cool it's so good.
0: <laughs> i mean this is it's such a great moment and i passed oh, yeah. over this several times without noticing but here's again we have the red thing mm-hmm. because and giles we should mention is wearing this little paisley scarf that's a little out of character for him we never see this again and it has these little tiny red touches Especially with the filter we have during this dream. flourishes, let's say. Yeah, little flourishes of red. Um, And it's popping, the way that they're filtering um, the colors, it's popping the same way all the other shades of red. This very specific color of red. Like fresh blood is popping out. Um, But Xander's the only one dressed all in red. And he's the only one who overcomes his fear. Indeed he is. So it's kind of like an immersion maybe. Like he has just gone ahead and immersed himself And it's because he's not afraid. When he starts living out his nightmare, you know, and he's eating the candy, he's happy. He's Mm -hmm. fine. He doesn't even see the swastikas or the fact that everything looks like, you know, it looks like a Half-Life video game. Half-Life wasn't even around, I don't think, back then. But, like, it looks like a (laughs)
1: Half-Life. It does. Um,
0: And, uh, you know, he's just not even aware of any of that. He's happy until he sees the clown and the chocolate hurricane, mm-hmm. and uh, so I think there's something about his the way he relates to
1: this. Well, it's like you were saying reality. with pitching himself, like he immediately thought this is a this yeah. is a nightmare. picture himself,
0: I need to get out of it. And so I there's something about the full red,
1: and his reaction to well, the dreams that's significant. Well, and I love how he's running away with everybody else, and he's he's like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, and he like literally shrugs, stops, turns, and punches the shit yeah. out of the clown. <laughs> <laughs> and that clown goes down oh yeah and then he informs the clown that it was a shitty clown (laughs) (laughs) so go (laughs) xander yeah and oh my god if that was the makeup this clown was wearing at xander's birthday party what the fuck whoa well it is sunnydale i don't like it (laughs) so um giles is thinking that the whole world is gonna fold in on itself pretty soon here and turn into permanent nightmare land they need to wake up billy somehow and they need to find buffy and oh hey Maybe she's in that random nighttime graveyard over there.
0: It's <laughs> little Buffy land.
1: It is Buffy land. <laughs> Slayer land. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty fucking awesome. those rides <laughs> they, would be great.
0: I know, like, they, they never woke up Billy, so they just, like, put me on, like, so, right?
1: <laughs> <Just> Slayer land. <laughs> Slayer world. So uh, Xander wonders who ni- whose nightmare involves a graveyard, and Giles realizes seeing Buffy's grave that it's his, and this breaks my heart. Mm. He knows it's a dream, but it doesn't matter goodness tremendous work by these to her head as always and uh so he says a great line about you know, you're, you're so gifted and and we get a little misty
0: mm-hmm. and when he drops to his knees i seriously expect him to jump jo- to break out in song mm-hmm. and like not in the funny way but like in the heartbreaking way right like the bring him home in uh right in the <laughs> yeah, yeah. kind of way where you're just like oh
1: yeah, yeah and um yeah he he puts his hand on the on the dirt to kind of say goodbye and buffy's hand shoots out, and grabs him
0: yeah and he jumps back as you should as
1: you should because <laughs> yikes uh and we know it's buffy though because she's got her light colored nail polish on uh <laughs> and she pops out of the grave and vamp face and she's horrified and her spirit is horrified but her heart and mind are kind and reassuring and not even a little bit scared i gotta say yeah giles explains the plan of waking billy and how that will make everything go back to normal, or Sunnydale, normal, anyway. <laughs> Giles is so great here. He gets right in front of what is a newly risen, slayer-powered vampire and gets Buffy back on mission. Yeah. And he's not scared in the least little bit, oh, and he, he should, should be.
0: Yeah, well, he, he's even like, wow, you never told me that this was a fear of
1: yours. Yeah, he's just kind and sweet, and yeah. and I mean, like, your dad should be. Hank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he, he Buffy could jump up and bite him and rip his throat out in any second. He does not care. That's true, this but is once his girl. Again,
0: this is part of why Giles is so specifically suited. Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't discussed this yet. Um, we may have hinted. Not, yes, bad. we've hinted. But Giles is specifically suited to being Buffy's yes. watcher because Buffy is a darker Slayer than I think a lot of the other ones. She has these layers of darkness. Yes, yes she does. Um, that, that she's not wearing it on her sleeves. And it's like, <laughs> if you know people, the nicest person you know, the one who doesn't hurt a fly, the sweetest one, the one you can never imagine yelling at you, will fucking murder you when they finally get angry with you. Yes. Like, they will burn your house, burn your family, and go after you like a mafia dom. Well, you
1: know, like, John Wayne Gacy sure was a quiet neighbor who contributed to his community
0: yeah Mm -hmm. exactly so yeah these people the ones that are always the lightest and cheeriest we always have to have that shadow and we don't have this nice little writing staff giving us shadow selves uh to let (laughs) us escape that so we always have a shadow
1: absolutely The happier
0: you are the meaner you are trust me i'm a martial artist for a reason it's because i need to have somewhere to put it um so his i think part of his acceptance of her is oh i've got that too
1: i will say conversely i'm kind of a dick so i'm really a nice person on the inside
0: yeah (laughs) <laughs> Again, shadow cells. <selves>. Exactly.
1: <laughs> so, um, Buffy recommends that they hurry because she's getting hungry. <laughs> <I love> that. <laughs>
0: that was a, joke, right? she's that I was a joke. She's joking I don't think she's joking. I don't think she's joking at all. I think yeah. she's like,
1: come well, here. <laughs> she's always hungry, and she's just had a fight. Well, she's hungry a slayer. and horny, right? Yeah, exactly. She's yeah. hungry and horny. If only she remembered to tell Faith about that. So she's not there yet. <laughs> There's <laughs> she's no nev- Faith yet. She is never going to be there. Because she's going to conveniently forget when Faith shows up that she was hungry and horny. There yet was <laughs> that?
0: We don't have Faith in the town yet. We can't right. blame Buffy for not going to Faith when there's no.
1: No, no, I didn't <laughs> say she should go to Faith. Oh, I, should, okay. I said she should remember for when Faith shows up oh. that she was. She does get hungry and horny, Maybe she but doesn't remember
0: being a vampire.
1: <laughs> well, she doesn't remember being a hungry Slayer either. She clearly is that. She's <laughs> hungry like the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, hungry, hungry vampire, a hungry. <laughs> Slayer powered hungry vampire kids (laughs) hurrying is a very good idea let's hurry yes (laughs) (laughs) so Willow isn't sure about the plan and is starting to freak out until Giles tells her to shut up (laughs) (laughs) is this more of a stream of consciousness from Buffy's actual spirit coming out of her metaphor in her uh, medical forical spirit or do you suppose in her mind telling her to stuff it (laughs)
0: I think it is yeah Yeah. like I'm
1: scared shut up kind of thing yeah um in the hospital Everyone is f- also freaking out. The doctor from earlier, in punishment for his violating about five hundred privacy laws, has lost <laughs> the use of his hands.
0: Yeah, they're like uh, they're like demon hands. They have like yeah, claws and with stuff like on painted
1: him. nails. Yeah, painted, pointy, sharp That's nails. Interesting. Yeah, I wonder what his fear really was. Yeah, demon hands. I guess. Yeah, um,
0: maybe he got them from Wolfram and Hart.
1: Maybe on mm-hmm. loan. <laughs> uh, evil hand. Got an evil hand. He's got an evil hand. <laughs> So, the Scoobies run into Billy's room, and Giles tries the yelling at the coma patient approach, but no luck there. As you'll find, that's usually the case. And
0: here again, we have more touches of red. Yeah. M- Billy's little uh, asteroid body <laughs> 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 um, has a little tiny bit of red touch on the inside of his button, his Henley mm-hmm. uh, buttons, and then Billy in the coma has a red wristband. Yes. Those are the ones that Alex
1: picked up. Yeah, some Good more- job, Alex. So, more red stuff. Yeah, we don't, we don't know. Yeah, more red.
0: So, everybody who's being touched by this and is aware of it at this point, all the Scoobies and the person being affected by it, have red in some form in this kind of specific color. Yeah. Um, yeah. Buffy, Except for Buffy. Buffy, totally no, red free. Yeah. No red at all. Yeah. No red on Buffy whatsoever. In fact, she's wearing blue.
1: Yeah. And this would this would all make a lot more sense if Buffy had some red on her. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, but, is but it she's not she's, vulnerable. Yeah. Well,
0: she... I mean, if that's the way we're reading it, she's not vulnerable. She's not a target, right? Well, she was vulnerable with her dad. She was, so she think... was vulnerable with the master.
1: Yeah. So you think that she would have had a little red that go away if they were being, cons- yeah? But... but
0: but these aren't like the fanciful dreams. Maybe it's the fanciful thing because, like everybody else's nightmares, like the ugly man is a fantasy. Um, and so oh oh oh, th- maybe this is it. Okay, so the ugly man was a fantasy. Xander being naked in front of the class and being attacked by a clown—fantasy, fueled by memory. Fantasy. Um, Willow having to sing in front of people. Fantasy. These are all metaphors. Giles not being able to read or not being able to find his way out of the stacks. Mm-hmm. Fantasy. Or having Buffy die. I mean, while it comes true, these are all metaphors for their fears. They have metaphorical fears. Buffy has actual fears coming true. Her fears are real.
1: But Giles' fear about Buffy dying. Yeah, it real. comes.
0: It, everything becomes true, but it's not actually true right now. It's a metaphor,
1: interesting, yeah, yeah, so Buffy is both the fear and the feared,
0: yeah, she is, so maybe that's why she's exempt from this she's she has non metaphorical dreams, interesting, she doesn't need to be tinged she's not there's no like blood in the water, so to speak, for hmm. her, yeah, and she's also she doesn't seem to be a target of the ugly man, either, but I don't know,
1: yeah, she kind of gets in the way, yeah, she just gets in the way of him, yeah, she prevents um, him from. Pursuing his real target. Yeah, which and of is course, Billy. the other ones
0: aren't targets of the ugly man. So I, I think it's just all about the metaphor. Like, hmm. is it a metaphor or is it an outright? Interesting. Maybe. Let us know. Yeah, help us out. Help
1: us. <laughs> so uh, Creepy Billy's creepy spirit shows up and <laughs> says he's hiding from shot, the shot. ugly man.
0: Hmm? Shot, shot.
1: Yes, indeed. Uh, who is uh, the ugly man? Is naturally coming down the hall. And Buffy has a very good idea of what, of what she can do and uh, ditches her jacket. Notable. So she can guess. So she throws mm-hmm. away her, her whoopie, because she no longer <laughs> needs the whoopie. She's whoopie-free yeah. for a bit.
0: She also took it off in the hospital when she was talking to the girl who was attacked. Yes. You know, so she takes it off was, at very special times. She was times. Slayer. Yes. She was Slayer Buffy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Willow peeks out the window and sees giant wasps everywhere, and hopefully they're special clown stinging wasps. <laughs> Fuck you, clowns. Buffy tells the ugly man that there are uh, way scarier things in him, and she's one of them. So scary versus scarier. Very well done, Buffy. And I'm sure Darla Yay. says hi. Because <laughs> she's quite a bit like Darla right now. Yeah. Yep. Little. Yeah, she, she does. And she will be more so like Darla coming up later.
0: True. And her vamp makeup is very Darla-esque. It is very I much so. I feel like they gave her a very Darla. Like, they might have just borrowed
1: Julie Benz's yeah, makeup. Yeah,
0: <laughs> like, because they're not going to use it again, they don't think. So maybe they just see if it fits Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, perfect. They're both tiny. Yeah.
1: So yeah, might have fit. Tiny blonde people. Yeah. Yep. They were, uh, they were on a shoestring at this point. I'm not putting yeah, anything past. That's them. true, and you know I got to say, the vampire slayer vampire, pretty scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so how how strong do you think vampire slayer vampires are? And I mean, she really strong. Beats the shit out of that like, big ugly dude this really might well. Might have been the alternate solution for glory. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I I totally agree with that. I mean, oh yeah. Unfortunately, vampirism not so much reversible. So. That's true. Yeah.
0: Well, and try to cram got point. to cram
1: the soul back in too. You got to. Grab the soul, cram it back in there,
0: and then you have to live all tortured in L.A. Yeah,
1: that's all where noir. that's where the torture people go. Yeah, you know? and,
0: and we're we're our town in Sunnydale, and we're noir, <laughs> <laughs> we're L.A. Confidential in L.A. Right, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah, if if you're an in vampire, you must go to L.A. It's that's, it's the rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Buffy has Billy come over and do the Scooby Doo ending on the Ugly Man, but <laughs> with the pulling off the mask and the meddling kids and all. He does, and the vamp uh, nightmares stop, and Buffy is happy to have her non-vamp face back. So Buffy's back. Yes,
0: everybody's back, and Xander's outfit's back.
1: (laughs) Yes, oh, God, Xander's... Damn it.
0: Well, look at that. I want him to go home and set those pants on. Actually, the pants might be okay if you got rid of the shirt. Pants or shirt, pants or shirt.
1: I still think jeans. Jeans are such a good idea. They really are, but this is
0: the 90s. We were into pattern pants. It's coming back. The yeah, pattern pants are coming back, but
1: jeans are always good. They like are. when in doubt, your default setting should be jeans, and then if something else happens, you put on something else sure. other Although, than jeans.
0: Here's here's my my shameful little uh, secret. I always loved. I never got away with them because short people can't wear certain things, um, or you can. You wear what you want to. I just always felt like I couldn't wear certain things because I'm short. Um, I really, really, really always loved the uh, like
1: um, plus sign.
0: No, <laughs> the it's like a tartan but not um a kilt y- yeah but what's it made of tartan no but the it's not argyle it's plaid plaid
1: <laughs> 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 now i understand what it's but you'd be like this is what i'm wearing right now yeah <laughs> Plaid. Yes, yeah, yes. like what you're wearing. <laughs> you're wearing I
0: could have just pointed to you. I'm and indeed like... wearing plaid today. <laughs> you are, but I always loved the plaid pants in the '90s with the suspenders you didn't put on. Oh that yeah, just hung, hung around your knees. Yeah, that was hot. That, that was, was right. some really good Doc Martens and yeah. then like a wife beater. I loved that look. I thought that was so awesome.
1: Yeah, I, I will say uh, suspenders and a wife beater are always a good look.
0: Oh yeah, Gina especially G- if
1: they're... Gina Gershon call um, me please. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>
0: especially if
1: there's boobies. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. yeah. I mean, not I on mean, dudes. That's yuck. I mean, well, it's okay. It's on, I just on don't dudes, like dudes it's, it's a good look, but their armpit hair sticks out. Okay, that's fine. And I just think that they're smelly. <laughs> you're a lesbian. <laughs> I know. Guys do not smell good to me at all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not supposed to have babies with them, is what that's <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, that's. I mean, that's pretty much how I know I'm a. McKinsey 6. I, mean, I, I, don't have, I, mean, I have no problem with bisexuality. I think it would be great to, to be one, be, you know, whatever. Um, I have no problem dating bisexuals. I do not care. But I know I'm McKinsey 6 because guys smell weird to me. Hmm. And there's nothing I, I can do about it. Which
0: is funny because, like, all the studies about smell and attraction say that you, uh, the people that smell good to you are the ones that you should have babies with. So, I luck that.
1: Yes, nature has said, no babies for you.
0: Well, it said that for me,
1: too. Yeah, they just smell wrong to me. You know, stinky. Ugh. But where a girl could be sweating all over the place, it just smells great to me, like fantastic. But guy sweats even a little bit, like oh god, good. <laughs> be in a meeting or something, it gets warm in the meeting room. Oh god, These guys smell horrible <laughs> in here. Ugh. Yeah, it's just it's just my hormones. I I'm a, I'm a full I'm yeah. a full Kinsey six. Um, I don't know. Lots of information for everybody, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I hate clowns. Yeah. And girls only for me.
0: So, Fair So <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm a Kinsey nothing. I'm a Kinsey X. <laughs> he ex. found asexuals and he d- excluded them. Well, because he was studying sex. Yeah, he yeah. was. And that's actually how asexuality, I guess, was was rediscovered is that someone was reviewing his research and he, they discovered I think it was called like a group X mm-hmm. or population X um, that didn't experience any sexual attraction. And that's how that this whole conversation started. And it, it, was, I think it was like 12 years ago.
1: <laughs> Kinsey found them without finding them. Yeah. I mean, you, you can't it. have asexual screwing up your studies about sex, you know, yeah, because that's, that's just counterproductive. Were just
0: like So, well, it's like when the parents came to me and they said, are you more interested in boys and girls? Boys or girls? And I said, ew. And decided I prefer dating men, you know, in, in actual romantic capacities.
1: So they don't smell weird to you?
0: No, no, no. Hmm. I mean, well, some of them. I, I've only really smelled the one for a long time.
1: Well, you've been around sweaty dudes before. Yeah. Does it make you want to run from the room, the smelly no, dudes? No, no, not unless yeah. they're hitting on me. Yeah, it does for me. Yeah,
0: I just don't. I guess I'm I'm not very pheromone sensitive either because I'm not. I am not. I am not cued for sex. I, I can definitely I see why reply. Kinsey
1: kicked y'all out of his studies because yeah. he'd be like, so I'm actually asking all these sex questions. And nothing, nothing. Yeah, and i I'm Get not out saying... of my study. <laughs> You're fucking up my data.
0: I'm definitely not saying I'm representative of all asexuals <laughs> because I do enjoy the activity. Right. Um. But yeah, I'm not. I am I am not typically turned on by external stimuli as far as sex. Uh the only thing I can come close to I would say is uh reading a sex scene because my mirror neurons are firing. I
1: have read that women are much more turned on by reading about sex than watching sex. Interesting. I think it's because our minds are more engaged in things. It's
0: it's very possible. I think it's just because of the mirror neuron thing. Um You know, where when you read something, you're actually, your brain is saying you're doing it. Right. um, As opposed to, sometimes when you watch stuff, your brain is saying you're doing it, which is why I like watching things while you're grieving. Um, is can be so cathartic and helpful. Indeed. Indeed Um,
1: like watching Buffy the Vampire Slayer.
0: Totally. Mirror neurons are really important in how we process fiction. And video games as well. Um, if you're working through something really difficult in your life, if you're trying to decide if you should go back to school or change jobs or leave a relationship. Go
1: shoot some fucking zombies.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Like, problem solving in video games and the way you process story in video games where it's like, it's like watching a television show and reading a book that you can create yourself um, is the same as working through a problem. And Mm. you process it in a certain kind of way. And then you're able to move through it. So. Uh,
1: So Billy wakes and pulls a Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. And oh, and there's the coach. Well, isn't that nice visiting every day? Oh, yeah. And Billy is his lucky 19. And well, isn't that just... Giles and Buffy exchange a look. And Buffy shows how Billy is totally just really right awake right now. And you kid beating fuckhead. (laughs) And Buffy is giving him the slayer glare of death. And if you look behind the coach... You can see Ripper for the first time, and it's so Mm -hmm. great. Giles is not Giles anymore, and he gets less and less Giles as this scene goes on.
0: Oh, it's just rewind it and watch it a few times. Oh, it's so good. We did. He's Ripper. He's 100% Ripper. His acting is just, yeah. yeah, He doesn't say a word. Totally. It's almost like the energy moves from his chest into his eyes. Yes. And And then shoots fire.
1: Yeah, and his jawline just tightens and squares. So good. So uh, Buffy and Billy call the coach on his attempted murder, and since this is a uh, a very coded-for-TV episode, at the very least, this is also attempted molestation. Oh, yeah. I think it makes that very clear. He tries to run, but Xander and Ripper stop him.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and Giles in the back, when he bars the door before this guy tries to run, you can see him try to calm himself.
1: Yeah, he takes a deep breath. Yeah. He does the eyes closed, and he gets Xander in front of him as the, like the first line of defense, and he's going to hold up the the end mm-hmm. of the, uh, the rear and tackle this guy if he tries to give if he gets yeah. past xander
0: because if ripper's in front ripper's gonna kill him he's gonna
1: kill him he's t- he seriously you can watch him talking himself out of killing this guy yeah you
0: can't he's <laughs> like there's witnesses we're in a can't, hospital can't just carry a body out yeah. of a
1: hospital you know, just calm down calm <laughs> yeah. down ripper humans, calm down Ripper. we don't kill humans yes we don't we can't kill humans we take them for justice calm down ripper ripper calm down. yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> so at school Buffy expresses surprise that a Kitty league coach could hurt a kid like that in the 90s were a surprisingly naive time <laughs> in a lot of ways.
0: Yeah, a lot yeah. of ways.
1: And this stuff was all going on. We just didn't know about it, apparently. And uh, Xander says it could have easily been one of the parents instead. And yikes, we're going to all kinds of dark pl- places in this episode, y'all. Buffy points out how Xander did a nice job of grabbing the coach. And, and she didn't even see the part with the clown, so this is a... Great episode for Xander. Oh, yeah. Well done, Xander. Yeah,
0: Xander's starting to come out of his, his kind of teenage boy terribleness. Yes. And he's waking and up to the fact that he could be something.
1: And our, our very own mom, and I can't remember if I've mentioned this in other episodes, but our very own mom uh, wanted to mention uh, that she has noticed how many times Xander has saved Buffy and other members of the team during this, this uh, season. Oh, yeah. That will be very relevant when we get to Prophecy Girl. But Super relevant. Yeah, he's way involved. And he is he's, he's a hero already. Oh, yeah. And he's just a normal guy, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And uh, Buffy's dad pulls up, and he's happy to see her for now. And we are
0: sickened. Because if the Master...
1: The Master was himself mm-hmm. when
0: Buffy's dream brought yes. him to reality. Yes. The Master was 100% himself. He wasn't turned to 11. Right. He wasn't campy. He wasn't wearing anything he, different. And he knew stuff yeah, that only the Master knew could stuff, know. That Buffy so, did not know, so yeah. it did not come from Buffy. And he behaves in the way the Master would behave. Indeed. Completely So... If we take that to be Buffy's headcanon truth, yep. then her dad is exactly like this. Yes. He's Even also if he doesn't show it.
1: He's also wearing the same outfit. So that was probably literally her dad, and then he yeah. got his memory wiped. No, the
0: fact that he's wearing the same outfit Oops. is what I think, because yep. the Scoobies get changed by their dreams. They're wearing different outfits mm-hmm. that come back. Um, the master's wearing the same thing. Yep. And, you know, the ugly man's wearing something different. Everybody's wearing something different. There's something different about everyone's appearance once they've been affected. Yep. Um, you know, like Cordelia, the, the Kinnicky guy. Yep. Um, yeah. So everyone's <laughs> di- different.
1: And Buffy's dad.
0: Yep. Is the same. So. Whatever, Hank.
1: Yeah. Fuck you too, buddy. I,
0: I think he keeps us pretty like buttoned up. I don't think he actually takes this out on her, but
1: she knows. Because you know. Right. You know when your parents are upset with you. Well, you we, know what's going on. And we get a one little update. I think it is later on a couple episodes from now. But fuck you, Hank. Yeah fuck you yeah so buffy gets a big hug and tells her dad that her <laughs> day was the usual which is absolutely true that yeah, was the totally usual true, day for buffy this is just
0: tuesday yeah just, or i yeah. guess it's friday if he's gonna take her away for a yeah weekend.
1: exactly oh just another day whatever and uh, willow wonders if xander was attracted to buffy when she was a vampire and willow did you see her take down that giant guy that was <laughs> way fucking badass man yeah. And Xander admits that he was, and he should not be ashamed, because Buffy is always going to be more fun when she embraces her dark side. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah. What are we make of this episode, Snar? Do we have anything else to talk about? I think we covered about everything
0: possible. <laughs> Except, um, two. Yeah, I think we covered everything. I mean, the nightmare aspect is really interesting. We'll see another dream episode later. Yes, we will. Um, which is also very, very telling. Well, that's that's gonna be a,
1: a long episode of the podcast boy yeah,
0: that one. we might have to break that up into a couple pieces Phew. yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> so.
1: <laughs> so yeah I think I think we covered everything my fear of clowns, your fear of you know yeah. tests you're not prepared for,
0: yeah, fear of tests. I'm kind of with Giles with the whole getting lost in stacks and and not being able to read and get yeah. information and stuff Because like, i 'cause i'm I'm really into
1: knowledge, yeah it, it would freak me out if I couldn't read, um. Or if I like lost my glasses, let's say Mm -hmm. uh, that would freak me out pretty good, but not as much as if there was a fucking clown there.
0: Yeah, I can understand. (laughs) See, for me, clown, I've got a sword. We're fine. Yeah, yeah. 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 Clowns, Nazis, eh, run around and. I'm I'm actually, I'm probably more scared of eating chocolate off the ground than I am of clowns. That's a
1: fair point. (laughs) That's a very good point. Germs.
0: I'm I'm more like the mayor than anybody. (laughs) (laughs) Germs. Because I have a healthy fear of germs. Because obviously, when you don't you sound like we do right yeah that was
1: airborne it was airborne i did not touch my eyes once totally airborne stuff. No, me
0: either i think it's just because we were all singing the time warp and, and we're crammed in a small area oh, yeah. with all the totally
1: diseased virgins For so long yeah. diseased virgins <laughs> 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 so right. yeah this is after all the Diogenes club podcast where all members are exceptional later bitches <laughs> and scene Because we have no idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We have no fucking idea what we're talking about. (laughs) 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 That'll totally be an outtake. Yeah. (laughs)